Welcome to Front Office Pros. It is day four of free agency. We've been talking about free agency the past few days. If you've been enjoying these videos, we encourage you to like this video so that others can also uh, see this content. Uh, we will also be talking about players that are still available and who are the best available and why are they still out there. Hut, hut, hike! So let's first talk about the players that have signed today. As of last night, Offensive tackle Orlando Brown Jr. signed with the Cincinnati Bengals for four years, $64 million, with $31 million guaranteed. It was the largest signing bonus ever given to an offensive tackle. Quarterback Gardner Minshew signed with the Indianapolis Colts for one year, $5.5 million, with $3.5 guaranteed. Wide receiver Darius Slayton re-signed with the New York Giants at two years, $16.5 million. And wide receiver Paris Campbell signed with the Giants as well for one year, for a total max of $6.7 million with $2.9 guaranteed. And then cornerback Darius Slay, there was talk about him moving on, but he actually came back to the Philadelphia Eagles and a contract extension of three years, $42 million with $23 million guaranteed. We also saw Deontay Foreman sign. He signed with the Chicago Bears. He signed on a one-year deal for $3 million. Joe, oh, and we also saw Harrison Smith have a restructure. I want to say it was roughly around $8 million to stay with the team. So, Joe, with all of those players, uh, what, what jumps out to you? Yeah, I mean, uh, one thing that jumped out to me was, like you said, uh, last night uh, the Bengals getting offensive line help for protecting Joe Burrow and getting Orlando Brown. I mean, he was the top offensive lineman on the market for a long time. And he's finally found a new home with the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, he is a talented player. You know, was a formerly a right tackle, was able to play left tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs and, and really did well in that role. Uh, I don't know what this means for Leal Collins. I think he could be on the outs. Um, but I think Brown is an upgrade for them. And they will they're continuing to emphasize that offensive line to help them. You know, as for Minshew, he knows uh you know, Steichen's system, you know, he was in Philadelphia, so it makes a ton of sense. Could totally see him starting to begin the year as they ease in whatever rookie quarterback they end up drafting. And then, you know, the Paris Campbell signing is very interesting. He has never been able to stay healthy, but when he has been healthy, he's been pretty good. And that wide receiver room really hasn't had any big names uh, signed there. They're really keeping the same group of guys uh, outside you know, adding Paris Campbell, and obviously they have Darren Waller at tight end. So it'll be very interesting to see. He he could he has an opportunity to become like a number one receiver. I don't think he's that caliber of player. Uh, but uh, yeah, I guess it's just a couple of guys they're they're having. No no like the guy in that receiver. Yeah, you know I don't I don't understand what the Giants are doing, man. I mean they're. They're practically rolling around, rolling out the same wide receiver group as they had last year, and like expecting different results. I mean, you you pay Daniel Jones the money, uh, you you tag um, Barkley. I I understand you got Waller, but come on, let's get some let's get some better weapons. Like you said, that uh, once again they're signing guys that are perennially injured and often not on the field. Like they just made the mistake of giving Galladay the money a cup, you know, a few years ago in free agency and. He never paid dividends. So, I, you know, they still got to do something there. Maybe they'll get something done in the draft. But uh, like you said, too, Minshew is definitely interesting 
with the Colts. He's uh, definitely a serviceable backup in the NFL here. And how about those Eagles? Now they're, they re-signed Slay. We're able to keep Bradbury and Fletcher Cox. I wasn't expecting them to bring all you know some of those guys back. They did lose some guys, uh, but that that was good for them to bring Slay back. Yeah, I mean the question is still going to be here that what well, you know there's some other pieces in the secondary they they're losing and see what they're going to do to fix them. I mean Gardner Johnson's probably going to be gone. You lose Marcus Epps, but having those two corners back is absolutely huge. And like you said, with Fletcher Cox holding it down the D line. Um, you know, we'll see. We should see more of Davis along the interior with Hargrave gone as well. Real quick about Deonta Foreman, that was a, it was a you know low money deal, only one year, three million. He had a pretty good season with Carolina. For those out there, dynasty managers who love Khalil Herbert, are you concerned by this signing for Foreman, or is it indicating that he may be just a training camp body and he may not even make the roster? They may draft somebody. What do you think about that? You know, I, I think I think he'll make. I don't think he. I definitely don't think he's a training camp body. Even though like it's just a one year, three million dollar deal. Uh, still don't know how much is guaranteed on that. But um, you know, he's he showed that he's a serviceable back with given the opportunities, and he's still that differentiated running style with Khalil Herbert. So I think it's more so they could be like a one two punch, and he could get you know short yardage and goal line uh, opportunities. So that actually covers most of the guys that signed in day four. It's been sort of a quiet day, but we thought that we'd go over some of the players that are still out there because there are some big names. So starting with the offensive side of the ball, quarterback Lamar Jackson, uh, he was franchise tagged. A team would have to sign him to an offer sheet, and if the Baltimore Ravens don't match, uh, then they would have to give up two first-round picks. So because he didn't have an agent, Uh, He only could start talking to teams after 4 p.m. on Wednesday. So he really couldn't be a part of the whole tampering period process. Uh, Running back Leonard Fournette, uh, he was released by the Buccaneers. He's available as a free agent. Ezekiel Elliott was released by the Cowboys just a few days ago, uh, or yesterday even, I think. Uh, So he's available. Running back Damian Harris from the New England Patriots, he is still waiting to find a home. And running back Kareem Hunt is also out there. Uh, wide receiver Odell Beckham, we've been hearing some chatter that he could sign. Uh, he There were reports that he was wanting 20 mil a year, and that's probably why he hasn't signed yet. Uh, but you've been hearing the Cowboys. You've been hearing, I saw heard the Ravens possibly uh, as an option. Uh, wide receiver Adam Thielen, he was released by the Minnesota Vikings for cost savings, and he's visiting the Carolina Panthers. As well as wide receiver DJ Chark, I heard that he's also taking a visit uh, to the Carolina Panthers. It is kind of visit season now that these players can take those visits. Uh, they're not going to sign, uh, be, you know, because the tampering period's gone. Now they're going to take visits and then sign. And then two tight ends, two of the biggest names in the tight end market still have not went yet. Tight end Dalton Schultz from the Dallas Cowboys, who was formerly franchise tagged, now was able to hit the market. Um, there have been rumblings that the Chargers were interested, but they're not willing to pay the money because they have Gerald Everett. And then tight end Mike Gusecki, we really haven't heard anything about. The only thing we've maybe seen on Twitter is that he started following some New England Patriots on Instagram. But other than that, we know nothing about what's going on with Mike Gusecki. So definitely some big names here, Joe. What are your thoughts when you see this group of guys? Yeah, you know, uh, it's a lot of, uh, you know, aging running backs still out there. Um, You know, what's – 
you know, what's most surprising to me is the fact that, you know, Dalton Schultz and Gasecki are still on the market. Um, I understand that everyone's anticipating, you know, the tight end draft class this year is amazing and they're thinking that teams are holding out, but these guys are proven in the NFL. They've been playmakers for their teams. You know, I'm just surprised that, uh, you know, like you mentioned earlier, uh, Tunyon got signed by the Bears before these guys just kind of, kind of crazy to me that nobody's going after him. And especially, you know, I, uh, been monitoring the sticky situation, traded for him in our dynasty league and, Man, am I have my fingers crossed. You mentioned the Patriots. I hope he doesn't go there. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a disaster place for him to go. I, I agree. I, that's the way I feel. As soon as you mentioned the Patriots, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be really bad news. I'm with you. It, it is supposed to be one of the deepest tight end classes we've seen, I've heard Daniel Jeremiah say, in decades. So that could be a factor as to why these guys haven't signed yet. Uh, but I agree. I would have thought that they would have been signed by now. They're talented players, and you would have thought that they would have found a home by now. I, I actually also wonder about Odell. I'm really curious to see what he can, where he's going to go. I think he's probably the biggest impact player possibly on this in this group here, uh, not counting Lamar because I think, although I would find it very interesting for Lamar to go somewhere else. I think the writing's on the wall that he's going back to Baltimore. We've seen so many backup quarterbacks just fly off the shelf. I think that's the one position that's completely like picked clean. <laughs> There's like nobody left outside, maybe Arizona. I'm still wondering what's going on with them because Kyler Murray could miss most of the year or, or at least some of the year. So I think to me though, he's probably the biggest impact player. I'm really curious to see where he ends up signing and for how much money. Yeah, do you think Odell's going to wait till like training camp or a little bit later so that he doesn't have to go through as much training camp? You know, be one of those kind of late summer signings that we typically see with some of these veteran guys. It's possible. I mean, it's true. I mean, you will see guys get signed, you know, even sometimes in like June and July, you know, and you're wondering like, man, Francie was so long ago. I can't believe they haven't signed yet. Maybe that is him. Um, I don't know. I'll tell you what, if DJ Chark does sign with the Panthers, really like that location for him. Uh, they have a void at receiver now that DJ Moore is in Chicago. I think he might have an opportunity uh, to be a, I mean, the number one receiver there. Obviously, he did really well his one year with Gardner Minshew. Uh, other than that, he really hasn't done much. Um, but I think he's a talented player, um, just really has had injury issues. Uh, and really hasn't had a solid quarterback throwing on the ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I think uh, golf throwing on the ball last year was probably the best, but then he was just kind of crowded on uh, that team with the at the wide receiver position. Obviously, you know Detroit's go to guy was a minor St. Brown, but yeah, I agree with you. The Panthers would be an interesting location for him, and see, it'd be interesting to see how he does, like potentially being the number one guy again as he was in Jacksonville. I just can't believe that some of these running backs are still there. I know they're older, but when you're seeing guys like Justice Hill and Jeff Wilson and Chase Edmonds <laughs> and James Robinson and Rashad Penny signing before these guys, to me, it's kind of a head scratcher to me. I still think, I think Leonard Fournette has more in the tank than Zeke. I've always had an affinity for Leonard Fournette. I wouldn't mind him coming to the bills, honestly. Uh, but I don't know. I'm, I'm just a little surprised that, uh, that these guys are not signed and those other guys I mentioned have been signed. Do you think, do you think Hunt, Elliott or Fournette will find a team or do you think they could possibly be done? 
No, I think they'll find a team. I mean, uh, it's funny you mentioned the. I just saw a thing. Uh, they're linking, starting to link the Bills with uh, Elliot. I know you mentioned Fournette and the Bills, but I oh, saw really? I where, didn't see that. Yeah, I saw a thing earlier today where they were saying Elliot uh, possible suitors for Elliot, and the Bills Bills were like at the top there. So mm. it'll be interesting to see. I just think you know you mentioned those other guys. I think it just those guys are easier to sign because you can get them for a lot less money. I think these guys are still kind of have a decently high asking price. Maybe until we get closer to the season, they might just lower it so that they can play real quick before we transition over to the defensive side of the ball. Do you think Lamar Jackson ends up playing with the Baltimore Ravens? Or do you think it's possible for some team to try to sign him? at this point? I think he's going to be back in Baltimore. I, I mean, um, like you mentioned, I feel like a lot of these teams that felt like should have been in the running um, have kind of already signed some backup quarterback potentially. And, and you know, I, I like the the Falcons seemed like to be one of the perfect spots for Olamar Jackson, but then they they pulled themselves out of the running like very quickly after the they got tagged, and then um, you know they they signed a veteran quarterback themselves uh, to you know in Heineke. To uh, when we'll see if he's a, he's the guy or they go with Ritter. So, I think at this point, I don't see. I don't know what other team uh, would go after Lamar and be willing to give up the picks. So I, I see him back in Baltimore at this point. Yeah, I agree. I think maybe the only way it may happen, and it's going to be like very very unlikely, is if the Packers and the Jets, if those talks go south for whatever reason, they can't come to an agreement, and it just. Because there have been, you know, it wouldn't be crazy, you know, there have been reports that, you know, Rodgers is okay going there and everything else. And then there's this talks break down. They're not able to figure it out. Uh, and then the Jets are just left being like, what do we do? I, I That to me would be the, the probably only situation because they are probably the one of the most desperate teams out there. And if they weren't able to somehow get Rodgers when he's on the goal line, uh, maybe out of desperation, they make that move. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think you're right. I think that they – you know, if something happens on there and that end, that might be the only way that Lamar is not a Raven this upcoming season. So transitioning over to the defensive side of the ball, some more older players, but definitely have been impact players over these past few seasons. Defensive end Yannick Ngakwe, former Colt, is on the market. Uh, defensive end Jadavian Clowney seems like he's always <laughs> a free agent, uh, but he was released by the Cleveland Browns just recently. Um, defensive end Leonard Floyd, uh, he's an outside linebacker, but he's basically an edge rusher. He was released by the L.A. Rams. Uh, defensive end Frank Clark for the Kansas City Chiefs, he was released by the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, so he's out there. Linebacker Bobby Wagner, he was released by the L.A. Rams. We haven't heard much uh, from him. Uh, linebacker Miles Jack was just released uh, today. Uh, they had signed uh, Cole Holcomb as well as a Landon Roberts uh, from the Miami Dolphins. Uh, so Miles Jack is now no longer a Pittsburgh Steeler, and they let Devin Bush walk, so they have a new linebacker core. Linebacker Rashawn Evans, who had a career year, uh, had over 150 tackles with the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, he is looking for a job. Safety C.J. Gardner-Johnson, uh, we've seen on Twitter, um, mentioned how disrespected he feels uh, based on the – we don't know what the deals are, but – he feels disrespected, apparently. Uh, he's still looking for a job. Safety John Johnson was uh, released by the Cleveland Browns, and he's a free agent. And safety Julian Love, who had a career year, he's not a household name, 
but really a good season for the New York Giants, and he is still out there. So, Joe, what sticks out in your mind with this group? Yeah, well, there, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of interesting names out there, like you mentioned. I mean, you kind of got the uh, older older pass rushers still out there with a guy like Clowney. Like you said, he kind of uh, jumped from team to team. You know, I always felt like the Browns were honestly the best spot for him. I mean, having Miles Garrett and him both coming off the edge, they're both similar in size and just power guys. Um, you know, Clowney's productive when healthy, so we'll see we'll see where he ends up. Um, but like you said, that I mean, the surprise has got to be the top safety on the board still, and that's Gardner Johnson. You know, fingers crossed, uh, Denver is not done, and we can find a way to get this guy in orange and blue. Um, but yeah, and then you mentioned uh, Julian Love and uh, Miles Jack, and they they got visits with the Seattle Seahawks, so we'll see what happens. Uh, you you mean I know Julian loves visiting the Seahawks, and then wasn't it um, Devin Bush, not Miles Jack, who was visiting the Seahawks? Oh yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, you got confused <laughs> with Steelers linebackers. I don't I blame did. you. <laughs> but uh, for me, it's Bobby Wagner. I mean, Bobby Wagner had an unbelievable year last year. Um, really didn't miss a beat. I would have thought he would have signed by now, but he is his own. He doesn't have an agent. He's his own agent, and I do think. You know, unfortunately for these guys, I think they are able to sign contracts on their own. But I do think uh, it's it's just it's the type of business that they re, you know the NFL they run a certain way and they run better when they have agents. It's just I feel like that's just the way it is. And when you don't have an agent, it just they have a more difficult time. You know, if nothing else, just to give them a harder time, just because they're not following the the rules of the system. So I I am very curious to see where Wagner goes. We've talked about him maybe. Um, reports have been saying maybe he'd go back to Seattle, um, but there really haven't been a lot of links. I, I would love to see him go to Buffalo. Obviously, he had some links to Denver last year, obviously with his uh, ties with Russell Wilson back in Seattle. <laughs> so I, I'll be very curious. I think he is probably the biggest impact player of the group. I know he's getting older, um, but he has just been the the professional, you know, for the past, you know, years. You know, I mean, he's just been like – an unreal talent. I think he still, still has that ability. And then, you know, these pass rushers, you know, th this is still a good group of guys. These guys still can perform. Uh, I'd be curious to see if they end up getting signed or are these guys going to have to wait till a junior July or after the draft uh, before they sign? Um, because, you know, right now they're not, they're not getting any action. I'm really surprised by it. Yeah. I, th I think you're right. I, I think, um, you know, some of these guys, uh, especially like a Clowney or Yanni Kingakwe, these pass rushers, I, I think it will be a little later on, you know, maybe not all the way to training camp, but possibly, you know, after the draft, see how these teams fill out the rosters with the draft and what kind of uh, cap money they still have. And then they might go after these guys. But as you mentioned, uh, Bobby Wagner is interesting. I, I believe he still is playing at a high level and can still make an impact on a team. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see if, uh, see where he, where he lands, if it's, uh, on either one of our teams, whether it's the Bills or Broncos or somewhere else. But, um, I think he took his time last off season as well last year before signing with the Rams. So he might just take his time and really wait for the right situation for him. 
Yeah, and, and going back to what you were talking about with C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I'm really surprised that he is still not signed. He had a career year last year, only 25 years old. He's just a really uh, dynamic player. And then John Johnson, I talked about this, um, I think it was yesterday when we were talking about the Juan Thornhill deal. I think John Johnson is a better player than Juan Thornhill. And now John Johnson, he's 27. I think he's a really good player too. Uh, I'll tell you what, for my own dynasty IDP league, I got Gardner Johnson and John Johnson. So I, I am oh, I am uh, waiting on pins and needles to see uh, what's going to happen over here. So <laughs> that was day four. Not a lot of signings that, that's taken place today. Uh, but uh, we were here. We wanted to show up. We want to talk about the guys that did sign. And some of the notable players are still out there. Hopefully... We'll get some more signings either tonight or tomorrow. We'll be able to talk about them. There's definitely some high-profile names, uh, but they could wait. They could wait till after the draft, uh, or we could see them signing here in the next few days. So hopefully they do that. But uh, we want to say thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this content, you know, please, as we said earlier, like this video. Go ahead and subscribe to our channel. And I didn't mention it, but in the comments, uh, what, if, what deal have you liked the best uh, so far? Uh, in free agency we would talk we would ask you about day four but there really hasn't been anything with day four so we might as well just say what's your favorite sign that's happened so far uh, but thank you so much for watching and until next time